Welcome to the Drunker Who Podcast. I'm John. I'm Steve. And Steve, this is a very special episode. Do you know why? Why? It's Super Bowl Sunday! Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, while we're recording. Yeah. So what are we going to celebrate on Super Bowl Sunday? I I don't know. Are you going to say it like that every time? Uh, Well, you know, I don't really get a chance to say it all that often. Just one time a year, Steve. I know. We're going to watch Doctor Who. Yeah. What are we going to do when we watch this Doctor Who? This is the um, podcast where we're going to drink, watch Doctor Who. Yeah. Drink, talk yeah. about Doctor Who all Woo. while drinking. Woo-hoo. Yeah, go team. Go. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, We're going to hit a home run from the three-point line in this Super it. Bowl. I hope so. Yeah. I want to. I, I hope those uh, uh, teams all play to the best of their abilities. Yes. And sell some Doritos. Yes. Speaking of Doritos, Steve. Yes. I'd like to thank our first sponsor today, Doritos. Oh, I was hoping you were going to do a twist and be like, our first sponsor, Volkswagen. <laughs> speaking no. of Doritos. Speaking of Doritos, you know, they're crunchy, they're tasty. Okay, let's go. They, they sexify your, nope. your taste buds. No, we don't have sponsors. And we no. don't have a sponsor. That's no. right. We do this uh, the kindness of, of we do this you. We do this because it's fun. We do this because it's fun and because Steve pays Squarespace. Yes. Who's our next sponsor? No, no. Wait, no. no, okay. It's still uh, Volkswagen. All right. It's no- <laughs> Well, Steve's got a little hard on for Volkswagen today, so uh, sure. Steve's got Farfagnugan on the brain. Yeah, such, uh, a, con- oh, such a contemporary reference. <laughs> you got that look on your face, like my brain exploded a little bit there. Well, I would. Okay, okay, all right. So uh, yeah, put that glass of vodka down, Steve. No, it's just ice water. That's I realize is way too loud on the mic. <laughs> uh, well, today we're actually going to speak about a Doctor Who episode Ooh. that we watch and, you know, all that thing you said. Uh, and today's episode 101. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've already hit that 100 mark. Oh, okay. And, like, you know, so now we're, it's like kind of like we were past middle age. We're, we're in the decline of our lives. Well, literally and figuratively. So our podcast is going to suck from now on. Oh, it hasn't already? Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay. We, we, we keep a constant level of suckage. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and today we're going to talk about uh, Series 7, Episode 4. Okay. Titled, The Power of Three. Oh, okay. Um, Hey, what's The Power of Three about, Steve? Um, and if you can do it in a quintuplet. I don't know what that. I don't either. I was yeah. going to try and like, you know, was it like, you know, what, 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 what's in like a like a triplet? I think it's a quintuplet. Would, would a quintuplet? Would that be stanzas of five lines? Quinn. Quinn is five. Do as a triplet, Steve. No, by well, like triplet, the, I mean do as like three fat guys on a motorcycle uh, yeah. <laughs> on mopeds. Wait, no, I um. Uh, power of three. It's the power of three. All right. So, uh, the power of three. I'm, I might have made like a Holy Trinity joke last time. I haven't edited that episode, so I don't know yet. Maybe like a Huey Lewis in the news. Oh, no. This is the power of three. I'm already putting your head now. Yeah. So, the power of three. The doctor. This is going to be another classic World War II episode. Oh. Where, um, why are you so disappointed? I don't know. Why can't it be like (laughs) a different war, Steve? You know, what about like the War of the Roses or something? Because it's the Axis powers. It's three. It's Japan, Italy, and Germany. And That's a strange combo. I know. And um, especially food-wise. Um, although they all have noodle-based dishes. See? So, uh, they, so uh, yeah, the doctor is going to go to Japan, Italy, and Germany all in like the same episode and visit war places. 
I totally failed. <laughs> I had no idea. I, I could see the light drain from your eyes near the oh. end there. It was like you're like, 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 like and I've lost it. Yeah, I'm sorry. And scene. And in full full disclosure, <laughs> I've already had a beer that is an 8.8%. It's tasty, though. It is a Lagun- It's not an IPA. Lagunitas Lucky 13. Yeah. It's um, a large red ale. Yeah, we had not it. red, though. We had it while we were talking about Star Wars way too long. Um, we did. Yeah, way too long. And, uh, yeah. Anyway, I don't know. I'm sorry. I failed. It's going to be a World War II episode that the Doctor fixes. Fixes? No, he doesn't fix because it's a fixed point in time. But he visits all three Axis powers. Although the, he already, with these companions, went to World War II. God damn it. Well, he tried to kill Hitler. Maybe, maybe it's like a little thing where he's going to, like... Hitler, remember me? And he's like, ah, oh, Scharsenfugen. Yeah. You know, that's why you got, like, Volkswagen on the brain. Maybe. The people's car, Steve. Is it? It is. The Nazi people. Well. At least it orig- originally was. It originally was. Yes. Now it's just, like, people who like to get ripped off by a car company that says, diesel's clean. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, way to go, Germany. Yeah. It's the worst thing you've ever done. <laughs> yes. It's the worst thing Germany's ever done. <laughs> Please send your letters to don't hurt me at chicagoillinois.com. Please send your letters to uh, Doritos, care of Frito Lay. And use a Squarespace to make a site for it. Okay. Thank you. Farfic Nugan. Yep. Yeah, so so we're going to watch some Dr. Hoostery going on here. So I'm just so I'm so wrapped up in Super Bowl Sunday fever. Um Super Bowl. Yeah, um uh ir- fever. I have irritable Super Bowl syndrome. Oh, that doesn't <laughs> sound right. Okay, sorry. Okay, the bathroom is so far. <laughs> I was just trying to think of some yeah, I don't like, think I should give you fever. booze. <laughs> I give you booze, anyway, maybe your irritable yeah. Super Bowl syndrome. By the way, if you if you watch the Super Bowl and enjoyed it, I'm happy for you. That's awesome. We're not trying to be those condescending people. Oh are, no, we're not condescending. But no. I assume that you know, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably not really a big fan of sports. <laughs> well, you like sports. I you, like baseball. You like your baseball. Anyway, I don't know if anyone's aware of this. Yeah, Steve probably likes not. baseball. Probably not. Let's go. Let's move on. Oh, we're moving on. Okay, so... Um, Why not? Well, this is the part of the show where we like to do a little thing called... A shot. The Drunk to Who shot of the episode. Oh, yeah, the, the toast. Where Steve has, like, taken much of his precious time to calculate and figure what is the perfect toast that we are going to have today to inaugurate this 101st episode of Drunk to Who. John. Where we're going to discuss the power of three. John. Yes, Steve. Is this part of the uh, the toast? Take it sleazy. Oh, take it sleazy. Oh. oh. Shots of tequila are very appropriate for the good place. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do we want a margarita? Always. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, the good place ended last Thursday. Oh, the series finale. Yeah, and it was... I, I really... Love that show. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have a chance to catch the finale until Friday. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I got home from work. Uh, I was busy Thursday night. I got home from work on Friday. I just like, you know, got some food and just started watching it. And then I finished it. I texted you. I'm just like, this whole thing made me ball the whole yeah. time. <laughs> I mean, I am a pussy. Yeah. You know, but it also. I mean, it was very emotional. It was. It was. It was. These are like very, characters I've yeah. grown to really like. Oh, and yeah. they're like leaving. You know, and it's like. Yeah, oh. I um I uh 
Hey everyone, Steve from the future here, um, and just wanted to say you're welcome. I just saved you three minutes and 20 seconds of us just being so effusive about The Good Place, which is a great show, and you should watch it, but you don't need to hear us just talk about how, like, hey, that thing, that remember that thing? We love that thing. Um, so anyway, back to the present, or, or for me, and you, I guess, but, oh, time travel's hard. Wow. Anyway, back to the show. All right, let's go. Let's All right, be done. let's watch an episode of Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't have a good thing about what this one's going to be about. Well, for once, I wasn't going to like drag it out, but like then yeah. you did. Oh, whatever. It's all, right. all your fault this time. All Don't right. blame me, Steve. It's your fault. I'm blaming you for your fault for now. Just you. You triggered me. Stop. Now let's I, go. I can't stop. Be done. No. Okay. Cool. We're Wait, done. We're on the other side. Bye. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm John, and you are Steve. Yeah. Oh, I was I was giving you like a little lead in. Oh yeah, but I oh don't, yeah, I don't sing. Well, off mic, you sang a little bit. Well, tiny bit, but you know, not like just to say like, hey, we're ready. But I thought it's not maybe like you, you had know. enough beers where you're just kind of like, you know what? I'm going to try something different. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> All reality came back flooding into your <laughs> brainal cavity. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, hey, we just watched an episode of Doctor Who. What yep. did you people do? Oh, oh they, we'll wait. For, we wait for your response. Mm. Dun, 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 I, dun, I knew dun, you wouldn't dun, be able dun, to be patient at all. I, I well, <laughs> what, what you're thinking was going to be dead air. Yeah, people just, think something's just, wrong just for a couple seconds. But oh you know. yeah, no, I couldn't um, let a couple seconds go. Yeah. So, what did you think of this episode? I'll I'll start it out for some reason. <laughs> Okay. What um, did you think of it? I thought it was a very good character episode. And and then the ending kind of blew. Yeah. Uh, is that the same opinion you had when you first saw it? When it first aired yes. years ago? Okay. Yes. And this is only the second time I've seen it. Yeah. So, you know, because by the time I was watching this, I, you know, or re-watching Doctor Who regularly... You know, I was I was rewatching Doctor Who regularly, so yeah. you know, I didn't need, feel the need to come back and revisit this uh, okay. at the time. Um, yeah, I thought it was a really good episode, but the last like just couple seconds threw me. Couple seconds? You mean like up on the Shockery ship, or like when uh, uh, Brian Pond was talking? I think the 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 when Brian Paul like the last like thirty seconds of it like okay when Dad like, was talking so yeah, I the resolution of the cube thing the whole like reverse the electrical pulses whatever to restart hearts around the world and like that's fine because it's like that, that's a very like sci-fi Doctor Who thing Doctor Who but like also like you know we'll just reverse this thing and undo it all like it's it's a very you know just it happens in the x-files whatever sci-fi i'm sure star trek whatever but um the whole the resolution of no yeah you really should continue to be companions really threw me because they're like because he was kind of against it earlier well no the entire episode all three amy um rory and rory's dad brian were all basically like yeah, it's time to move on. And then the last, like, two seconds of the episode, Amy's like, yeah, the power of three. It's like, but no. I, I don't know. We should cover the whole thing. We okay. should talk about We break it down, John. Break it down. Oh, 
oh, oh, Amy starts talking, boom. Oh, it's hammer time. Remember that like whole like season where Amy's like, I'm Amelia Pond. And, we're, and I've met the doctor. Where she did, the, yeah, that was all last season. Oh, yeah. Where so she like, did a little intro of like, I called him the raggedy man. Right. Now yeah. this one like actually started where, you know, there's there's the earth. Yeah. And then like, you know, things and it's like, and Amy starts talking again. Yeah, and it was just like, wait, what? What's yeah, going right? on? I'm like, is this like some, yeah. some weird callback? She's talking about how the doctor, like their lives kept going and they were missing things. And, you know, like they wanted the um, steady normalcy of an adult married couple. Yeah. You know. And it was like the story is mainly told from their point of view. Yeah. Um, where Rory gets offered a promotion and Amy gets asked to be a bridesmaid. And they're both like... Yeah, we, we committed to things months in advance. That's so weird. Yeah, you know what? We're afraid to ask you guys, but you know what? Because you guys always kind of disappear. For months at a time. At a time. And um, But in the meantime, like, cubes have shown up all over the globe. Yeah. Cubes that uh, that don't, that are, like, indestructible and don't have any variants in any way and won't yeah. open. and Are, are not susceptible to, like, yeah. any kind of, like... Uh, um, uh, uh, degree of uh probing or yeah. anything they don't they're you can't blow them up can't do anything with them yeah and the doctor shows up or, or no um brian rory's dad shows arthur weasley shows up at like 6 30 in the morning and uh he's like they're like dude it's so early why are you here and he's like what what the cubes come on and i loved his character in this episode mm-hmm. he is all in he is like oh shit there's something weird sci-fi thing happening so i have to go find my kids because they're friends with the doctor yeah not my kids but like my son and my daughter-in-law yeah because they're friends with the doctor and he knows this shit and then they just look up and they see the doctor in like like uh power lines i'm not sure if it was power lines or like some weird like uh, 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 like monkey, like telephone lines. Thing. No, it wasn't a park. It, uh, yeah, I don't know. There were like, there were like power lines. Why would he be up in power lines? That just seems like because it's the doctor. Yeah, it's true. And I, I I assumed at the time that it was kind of to emphasize the otherness of the doctor. Like he's just like, yeah, you know, he's scaled up the telephone pole or the 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 electricity pole, I guess, and he's hanging the out pole up there. Pole. Hanging out up there with a magnifying just glass, dancing Ooh, looking, on the pole. At, looking at cubes. Yeah, and then just like you know, like just before that, Amy's like, "Oi, we need the doctor." Oi, and the doctor was there. Yeah, she sees the doctor, and then there's credits, and the credits are different. Yeah, they were like not not just like you know because the uh, the Doctor Who logo was cubed up. Yeah. But also, like you know, the colors were kind of off too. Yeah. I mean, we're like even when I come up there, you're like, "This is different." Yeah, and um, yeah, it is different. Yeah. And it's one of those things that if we were binge watching this, like we did with Lost or Buffy or Angel or one of those other shows. Oh, what we'll do later with Zomboat. Oh, Zomboat. Yeah, if you have Hulu and you want to watch a British sitcom involving zombies and a boat, watch Zomboat. Wait, what is Zomboat about, Steve? I think I literally just said, it's fun. Just yeah, yeah, I just, know, right? Just watch it. We're, we're planning on watching. We're planning. On we've what, watched the like first six episodes. Yeah, we've watched total. the first two episodes of six total. So you know, we'll we'll watch it. We're gonna catch the episode. Uh, we're gonna watch the rest of it afterwards. If, if we ever this. finish talking about this Doctor Who episode, oh well, the odds are yeah. not good. So um, yeah, we come back from credits and uh, Brian is there and 
he's and they're all talking about these cubes and uh they take the doctor takes brian and amy and rory into the tardis and they're like brian is talking he actually like gives some good theories about the cubes oh yeah yeah. And the doctor's like, you've thought about this quite a bit, haven't you? And he's like, well, yeah, they could be like an invasion. They could be, you know, there could be something inside them or they could combine to create one more big thing. And, you know, he's, yeah, he's giving it some thought. Yeah, whereas like the TARDIS sensors can't find anything weird about them. Yeah, and they so. kind of like, they're like nothing. Yeah, and so the doctor's like, I got to do some experiments in your house. Brian, stay here and watch the cubes. And Brian's like, okay, I will. Yeah. And then they go into Amy and Rory's house and they start the to set in, shit up. Right, because the TARDIS is in uh, Amy and Rory's living room. Oh, yeah, that's right. You and know, then, and Who then, doesn't want a giant, like, police box in there? Who doesn't? I know, right? And so they're doing this. And then Rory's like, you know what? I got to go to work. Things work? Are, shit's going crazy. I got to go to work. And I thought you just, like, just exist. Yeah. Yeah, I thought you just existed in a terminal state of waiting for me. <laughs> you know. Well, you know, you wonder. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, uh, yeah, and then while Rory is getting changed, there's a SWAT team that comes a-calling. Uh-huh. And uh, it's uh, a woman from Unit, and, and Rory's just in his underwear yeah. um, and his scrubs. Top. Top. Yeah. Um, and the woman from Unit, who I honestly thought was Jodie Whittaker at first, just for a couple seconds. Cause because she's blonde? Well, blonde, short hair, a little older. But, um... Oh. Not, I said a little older than, oh. like a little older than Karen Gillan. Ouch. What? Why are you ouching? I don't know. Okay. It seems rather ageist of you, Stephen. No, it doesn't. It just, <laughs> I'm saying why that was similar to Jodie Whittaker. Because I have that expectation. Because Peter Capaldi was in an episode before he was the doctor. So oh. I'm kind of in that, what? In what that you, mindset. Oh, because he was older? No, because the, um, this was written by Chris Chibnall, who's the current showrunner, like right now. In the future. Yes, in the future. And I thought, well, I, mean, I don't know. Maybe he was a writer at the time and he brought Jodie Whittaker along. I don't know. But she's from Unit and it is implied that the doctor knew her dad. Well, not implied. It's said. Yeah. That he, and I don't recognize the name. Um, third doctor, the John Pertwee doctor, was uh, punished by the Time Lords to, for exile on Earth. And they took away his ability to, uh, and it, it, like they, they deleted the ability for him in his brain to operate the TARDIS okay. and made it non non functional, and um, so he worked with units. So basically, they made him kind of earthbound. Okay, and because uh, um, he Lethbridge loves Stewart, Earth, he does love Earth. So Brigadier Lethbridge Stewart, um, who was the chart was like the the the, the head of units. Yeah, and Nicholas Courtney, the actor. Um, like played him for years and like, you know, would, you know, when the doctor regained the ability to travel was, again and stuff, he'd still show up now and then. Was this John Pertwee? Yeah. John Pertwee. Yeah. That was like during mainly his stay. Um, cause that's the only pre Tom Baker doctor name I remember. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Cause there was a thing where the second doctor was being, uh, given a trial, trial of a time Lord, which is actually, I'm sorry. That was a different, but there was a, um, there was like a ten part series where like the doctor was on trial and they found him guilty and then uh, uh, they 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 banished him they banished him and regenerated him. Okay, that's yeah, that's a lot. Ten so, parts. Yeah, so they sent him to Earth in color <laughs> and without the ability to operate his TARDIS. 
Wait, so it was like it was like the Wizard of Oz where it's in black and white on Califrey and then a little it's in bit. color on Earth? Yeah, oh, Patrick Trotton. Kind of amazing. I think it was called the Time Wars or something. The Time Games. I forget. War, War Games. There was like a 10 part series. War Games? It was called War Games. And uh, uh, where it's like, they basically just like kept, they, they made, it was a little running in motion because they weren't sure if they were going to actually renew the series. Yeah. And when they decided to renew it, because uh, it wasn't doing as well. And then With they, a younger, sexier John Pertwee. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you know, it was more of a James Bondy. They were going for more of an action hero kind okay. of one. So yeah, so he came back and uh, um, yeah, so, so John Pertwee. So it was, and a unit. Big, uh, it was a big, it was a big unit early on. <laughs> yeah, there was a big unit in John Pertwee's world. Yeah. Okay. No, no, but like they they utilize unit a bunch, and like you know, in classic Who. Unit was a constant. And, like, we had units. No, we saw Unit in, um, I right. think, when Donna was the companion and Martha was working for them. Right. Martha yeah. was working for Unit, but now we've we've met the person who's in charge and who and her dad. Yeah. So, uh, It's almost yeah. like they had Torchwood as a spinoff, but it should have been Unit as a spinoff. Yeah, and I think they had a, you know, again, we've talked about this, but, like, it used to be United Nations Intelligence Task Force, and now it's, like, the United... Intelligence yeah. Task Force because, you know, United Nations is kind of like, don't use our name. Yeah, kind of like when the Olympics sued Improv Olympic and it's like yeah. they're not doing anything that involves, they're just using the word Olympic. Yeah. Which is. A, so now uh, they're just IO. Yeah. Yeah. So dumb. Anywho. Yep. Uh, yeah. So uh, Unit shows up and Unit like grabs the doctor and grabs, uh, you know, basically grabs uh, the doctor and Amy Brings them back to you did headquarters and it's like, hey, these cubes all activated. Oh no, no, they weren't no. activating, but they were just kind of like, you know, oh wait, did they bring them back at that time? I don't know, but I don't think they did. I think yeah, they did. Like, they, there's there's one point. It might be at this point where they're like, every cube is doing something different. If it's doing something like this one. No, cube. that's later. That's when they activated after a year. This time they're just, they're just oh, sitting. Yeah. yeah, they didn't did nothing and there's nothing. Oh, this it. is where she explains it. Like we rolled over it with a tank. We dropped it from an, uh, an 18th story or a uh, 150,000 feet, whatever helicopter. And we enough. served it tea yeah. because we're civilized. Yes. We had the Loch Ness monster pee on it and nothing happened. Uh, that P is just not very stable. No. Surprisingly. No. No. But yeah, so then, yeah, so it was just kind of like, oh, well, I guess we're just going to keep monitoring them. And Doctor, you keep monitoring them also. And the doctor's like, oi, okay. Okay. And then, like, you know, there's like this huge montage of the doctor, like, you know, with the pawns. And, yeah, and he's hanging out with Amy and Rory. And they're he's like, like, I'm going to start crying. Live. And they're like, okay, fine. Go, go do some shit. And so he like mows the lawn. He paints the fence. He what else? Did he you bounces say? a uh, soccer ball. Oh yeah, or you may call it a football. Uh, off of his like he just juggles it uh, like four or five million times. Yeah, literally five million times. He's like, oh my god, I'm so tired. How long have I been gone? Uh, an hour. Yeah. He's going stir crazy, so then he goes into the Your TARDIS. Your logic is so linear. Yeah. Ugh. And he goes into the TARDIS, and uh, and Amy and Rory are just like, yeah, but we're going to stay here because we have lives. Like, i got to go to work tomorrow. And right. She's a, a travel. She, like, writes she about does a traveling. travel blog. Um, so she's a journalist, and he's a nurse. Um, and uh, and then the doctor goes back in the TARDIS, and he I think he finds <laughs> Brian still staring at the cubes. 
Wait, you're and, still here? And Brian's like, well, yeah, you told me to fucking look at the cubes. Yeah, must have shown where the bathroom was at least. Yeah. Yeah, you've been here for four days? Seriously, yeah. Ryan? He's like, well, yeah. Well, when that happened, I assume time moved different on the TARDIS. Nope. No? Nope. So where did Brian pee? They what have did, a bathroom. What did he eat? Remember, like, Rory and Amy, they fucked. No, I know, but where did where what did Brian eat for dinner or breakfast? There's a kitchen. But does he know that? There's probably a replicator. I mean, he sure. traveled on there. Sure. Is, he... is Brian a companion, Steve? Um, has he traveled? Yes. Remember when he like remember when he ate his lunch eating watching the earth? Oh yeah. He's you know what? He's more of a companion than Adam is. Mm. That's dreamy though. Adam so I, dreamy. Well, okay, fine. So yeah, no, so then Brian like leaves and Brian's like, Well, I'm still gonna watch these because mm. Doctor asked me to. And, we and see, then we get a little jump in time, jump in time, jump in yeah, time. Yeah, it goes from like and I liked that um when it went from like June to October, they like incorporated the um the uh letters the font to be like part of the scene like they jumped from like august to october to january and then they when they pop back to july for the almost year like july the letter the letters for the word july were like part of the grill like it was yeah. it was like made of hamburger or something it's like like i did i did appreciate that Oh, yeah, you know, like, nothing's happened. You know, people are just, like, taking the cubes for granted and just, yeah. like, just leaving them around. They're just, like, using them as paperweights, using yeah. them as uh, um, for mounts. Pu- for putting, yeah. for, like, holding up, like, restaurant menus, for, like, just in, like, the cafeteria utensils. Yeah. And, just strange little but, spots. But, yeah, but it was, it, was, it was cool the way they used those fonts because um, it, it, it just, uh, I don't know, it, Showed some effort. It did. Um, yeah, that's all. Right. Well, there's the point where, like, you know, Amy gets on the phone. She's like, Doctor, you know, I thought you'd show up because it's our anniversary. It's like, why is she here? From, there's a big old party. Is she from Canada? Is that why you're doing that voice? I'm trying to make her sound Welshish. No, Scottish. Okay. I don't know. Doctor, it's me. It's the party for our anniversary. Why aren't you here? I thought you'd be here. Hey, so sorry about that. Hey. Yeah. So then the doctor does show up. And Doc's like, of course I wouldn't miss your anniversary. And he's like, hey, want to go for a little jaunt? And it's like, come on, doctor. We got a party here. Amy like, and Rory are just like, back. this is in honor of us. And the doctor's like, yeah, I will bring you back and no one will know. And so they go and they're gone for seven weeks. Right. And she accidentally marries King Henry VIII and they're under his bed. And I forget and what else happens. And they go to happens. the Savoy. They're like the, the, it's like some like famous hotel Oh yeah, like but it's London. when they're fir- when it's they like first opened. Yeah. And like you know, she's all sexified and her like little nineteenth century boobalage. She looked good. Yeah. Roy Ro- Ro- looks really hot too. Okay. And the doctor's like, "I brought you here for your anniversary present." They're like, yeah. "Thank you." Yeah. And it turns out something about the there was an invasion. There's some sort so, of invasion because yeah. like at the end, it's like, "Oh, yeah. I, did I know there'd be an invasion?" Sorry. So um, they go back to like they the go party. back to the the present and then the or the show's present and so it's the party and Brian comes over and like Rory's dad comes over and it's like, hey doctor, where did you take them? How long were oh, they gone? I didn't. What are you talking about? He's like, well, they have different clothes on than when they left. Uh, than when they did weeks. earlier in the party. Well, you know what? Because like there was oh there's a point in the show earlier where where Amy's like, um, I think we've actually aged 10 years in the five years we've known you sort of thing yeah you know so you know because they've been traveling so much i don't you know i don't know they you know i remember something about 10 years yeah I, they didn't actually say 
like specifically how long that they've uh, uh, they've been on Earth here. But, but it's been like there's been a disconnect. There is the theme of the episode was almost like Amy and Rory. Not almost. It was Amy and Rory talking about and weighing their op- were their options when it comes to their further involvement with the Doctor. Right. Brian at li- at one point says, "Actually, I think at this point we're talking about where he's like, the people who travel with you, what happens to them?" Yeah. And the Doctor's like, "Well, some leave, some are forced to leave, and some, you know, they some have died. Very few. Not, very not, few. Not many. Really, seriously. Yeah. These guys won't die. I love them too much. And I'm like, well." From my perspective, I haven't seen any of them die in the service of the Doctor. You have not. Have there been companions who've died? At least three. Whoa. On his watch, yes. Okay, just in case there are people who are listening to this who have not seen Old Who yet, um, but are planning on it, uh, or want to remain spoiler-free as possible for, I think it was some 70s and uh, 80s Who... Um, obviously John is going to answer my question about companions who've died and he's going to go into some detail about one of them. So if you want to miss this, if you just want to skip this, skip ahead three and a half minutes after my current voice stops and you will not hear about that, um, specific companion death. Can you name them really quick? Uh, one was Katarina. That was before I watched. There was another one where like, I think it was kind of like you know it was again like black and white doctor who which i didn't really watch mm-hmm. uh, but then there was adric adric was the teenage boy um who um died basically the uh, the asteroid that destroyed the dinosaurs yeah was a ship he was on oh jesus oh yeah no it was oh the, my god right no no it was it was I, I that watched that. Dark. I watched this in the early eighties. Yeah. I was fucking devastated. Yeah. I had never seen that before. No, but uh, you know, again, this is not like a spoiler because if you know Doctor Who, but um it was and it, and it ha- did happen like forty years ago. Uh not quite, but almost. It was the uh Peter Davison uh era, so it must have been like eighty one, eighty two. So that's post Tom Baker. Post Tom Baker, okay. Adric started with Tom Baker, and then he went to Peter Davidson. And there was a it was a Cyberman episode where like oh, yeah. Cyberman took over some sort of ship, and they were going to blow up the Earth. There was like some sort of time timey wimey. Say it, timey wimey. No, there was like some sort of like you know time shipping thing going on, where uh, you know again it was going to destroy the Earth. But uh, Adric, who was good in maths. He had a gold star for his math, of course, and also the gold star was uh, played a point, uh, played a part in the role too, because uh, there's a thing where Cybermen, their uh, their Achilles' heel is gold. Oh, something like you know blocks their breathing or whatever it is. I assume it's he had like, a gold, he like had a silver gold, is to werewolves. He had a, like a literal gold star. Yeah, that like he got for his maths. Wow, where he shoved in some like some Cybermen's thing. And uh, the ship was going to uh, ram into the Earth and destroy the Earth. But he's like, oh, wait, I actually know how to fix this. And, like, everyone got off the ship except him. And he was going to, and he was, like, on the ship. And he was, like, you know, at, at the uh, the thing. All of a sudden, like, one of the Cybermen who we thought were dead shot the control panel, basically dooming the ship to crash into the Earth. The doctor couldn't save him. And oh. his other companions, Tegan and this were like, doctor, save him. He's like... I can't. It's a fixed point in time. 
And Adric died. The credits ended on the crushed gold star with the credits rolling over it and no song. Jesus Christ. Oh, dude, this destroyed Teenage John. Well, yeah. This was like, this was like, wow, because they brought in Adric to be kind of the, uh, the, the, you know, like the audience surrogate of teenage boys. Because usually yeah. it was like some bouncy blonde. Or not bouncy blonde. Some like bouncy teenage I was going to say, Sarah Jane Smith is not a bouncy blonde. But like, you know, the a, a girl, yeah. you know, it was like, you know, they rarely had male companions. And again, Johnny, teenage Johnny, not that interested in ladies per se. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I'm not saying that Edric was hot. But, like, you know, the fact that this... You know, they but had... he was relatable for you. Yes, thank yeah. you. And they killed him. Oh, my God. I mean, looking at it now, from this point, he's not a very good actor. But, again, but still, teenagers. Yeah. You know, sort of thing. They killed a companion. Yeah. It it blew my mind. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, so, so yes, it, they it, have killed companions. It's, it's been not, few and far between. And it's not just fridging. It's not just they're killing a young woman in order to further the plot and give the main character motivation. Did you say fridging? Yeah. Is that a term? Yes. If you look at, and we'll, we can, I don't want to talk too much about it, but okay. we'll, we'll talk about it off the podcast. But like, it comes from what happened, I think, in a Spider-Man comic to Mary Jane is that. Oh, okay. Or no, it was, a, it was a Green Lantern comic where I think his significant other was, he discovered her her dead body in the fridge. Oh, dark. And it was basically, yeah, but that's the thing. It's like use, using a female character, um, her death, just as plot motivation. Oh. Anyway, we should keep talking about this episode of Doctor Who. Yeah, so when Brian brings up and the doctor says, yes, they do, but not on my watch, not today. Yeah. And Brian's like, okay. Okay, but yeah, you don't. I mean, you never wanted your other companions to die, so how is this going to help me? You just assuring me that you don't. But I trust you, Doctor. No one's going to lie to me like, I don't know, he who shall not be named. Uh, Okay. Voldemort? Harry Potter, dude. Jesus Christ. I don't know. Keep up with me. Yeah, Harry Potter, the one who cannot be named is Voldemort. Oh, Steve, this is just so disturbing. So, what? we come back to Doctor Who. Why are you bringing that shit up? Oh, I don't so, know. So, like, shortly thereafter, like, you know, the cubes all start to, like, We gotta do activate. this quicker. <laughs> well, the cubes activate. Yeah. And they start scanning, and, like, they're doing different things. There's they're... a creepy girl in the emergency room, waiting room. Because Rory's like, the cubes are activating, shit's going down, yeah. I gotta go to work. Hey, yeah. Dad, come with me. And Dad's like, okay. All right, I'm gonna help. And Rory, and How Amy's do you use this venture card thing? Yeah. This and, is scary. I don't know how to go in the cube. And Amy's like, Two. you know what? I'm gonna go hang out with the doctor and help him. Yeah, because I'm, you know what? She's just a travel vlogger. Yeah. I wonder if she's like one of those like assholes who like asks for like free shit. She's not an Instagram influencer. Oh, or is she? Oh, because this was probably no. early. They they probably weren't as prevalent then. No, this was she was more like, "Hey, I'm reporting on this," and yeah, yeah. If it was nowadays, she'd be way too old. Where she, yeah, where she doesn't want to like pay, like get paid in influence or something, pay for things <laughs> in, in. Wait, wait, how many influence per equates to a dollar, Steve? And I don't know, but I've seen people who say like, you know what, I have. 15,000 Instagram followers, and I will talk about you if you give me this thing free. It's like, no, fuck off. Don't. Go suck it. I, yeah. I, I did see someone who said, like, yeah, you know what? I will give you this coupon code, and if 100 people use it, you can be free. You know? Oh. And it's like, oh, no. Did it work? 
they were like, no, fuck off. Oh, well, that would be kind of fun if it actually did work or didn't work. And I would it, like to know the deets. Well, the uh, the influencer knew it wouldn't work. And <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, it's like, oh, yeah, no. Give me free things or I will complain. Yeah. And complain loudly. Yeah. To my 15,000 followers who, yeah. like, 13,500 are, like, Russian bots. Dude, I'm I assuming. have, like, 150 uh, Twitter followers. It means nothing. How many of those are Russian bots? Uh, not many. Because I, po- I don't post about politics much. Yeah, you probably have a lot more followers then. But they're mostly like, hey, people I used to know who don't tweet ever, who don't actually log into Twitter much. Probably. So, you know, whatever. So, yeah, so the cubes activate, shit's going down. That's when, uh, uh, like, the doctor and Amy go to unit headquarters, which is at the Tower of London, of course. In the basement. Yeah, well, just, just like Pee Wee Herman was looking for the basement of the Alamo, this uh-oh. is the basement of the Tower of London. Come here, Tower of London! <laughs> oh, that was not a very good Pee Wee. No. I didn't have a chance to practice. I will leave it in, though. Oh, of course you will. <laughs> um, so, so you know, uh, they, you know, Kate Stewart brings them in, and there's a, a there's one of the cubes that is doing the chicken dance. Oh, there's a yeah. cube that's like just you know making lights because before this there was a cube that opened and show and and Rory it zapped, like, couldn't Amy see inside and, like took her Amy DNA. It, it like pierced her thumb and took blood and was like showing her heart rate and, the and for the doctor the Wii. It, no the doctor it started to shoot lasers at him well because he was playing with the Wii yeah which you're like <laughs> we we actually went and had a little Wii and Steve's like I'm glad we have the the closed captioning signs because it sounded like you know, like, the, she's like, oh, the doctor's having a Wii. Oh, uh, the, doc, the, the doctor's on the Wii. Right, but And actually, I'm like, on the Wii? Is that slang for, it's like, spelled in the bathroom? W-I-I, but so. since the since we had the subtitles, I was like, oh, I know that means, you know, he's on the video game system. Yeah, doctor's playing Wii tennis, and then suddenly, like, a cube levitates and starts zapping him. Yeah. Because he's kind of like, oh, show me what you got, bitch. And that's after that they go and meet Unit at the... Tower of London yeah. basement. Rory goes to work, brings his dad. Yeah, take take a Brian to work day. So, and then in in the meantime, there are two people at the hospital, two orderlies who are identical twins who have weird shaped mouths. It's like it was almost like, are you my mommy? Yeah, but I didn't understand why they needed this. There was some deleted scenage, I'm guessing. You know, well, well I oh, read maybe, there was yeah. like there was like some sort of scene, like the the later scene where like Rory goes up on the ship and they come at him with like syringes. Yeah. There was apparently some sort of like fight scene. Okay, well, it still didn't make much sense. Yeah, I know it's just weird. Yeah, I did. I don't think it worked well, but whatever. It just made them look alien. Yeah, because not it only not only I didn't identical- understand why they needed people. They needed unconscious people on. Hospital gurneys in their weird ship. In the, I'll get in to that dimension. later. There's, okay. There, there was behind the scenage going okay. on. So, um, yeah. So, uh, Rory's dad disappears. He gets kidnapped, abducted by these two weird twins, and Rory goes after him. And Rory finds an alternate dimension in this, uh, a door to an alternate dimension in this weird lift that is said that has tape over it that says "Do not enter." Why do they keep doing the lifts? Remember the episode with uh, um, Craig. Um, what's his uh, face from the late no the late show or whatever? James Corden. James Corden. Remember it was like remember like oh, the episode. Yeah. It's like in the lift. That's how they got to the where the Cybermen were. Yeah. It's like don't go to the lift. The lift is broken, and so they like the lift is broken, and so they go and like yeah. There's it's not an alternate universe. It's basically it's like a trans 
It's like a transport. Oh, I got the impression. It brings you to the spaceship. I thought they said it was a dimension next door. No, there was like seven ships circling the world that had some sort of thing. Oh, yeah, and, the number seven was important. And the closest one was, oh, I don't know, right over Rory's Hospital. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what um, the Doctor and Rory discover. You know, it's like in, in, in Doctor Who universe, everything is very British central. Which oh, is fine. You know what? What I even and I even said this at the time. I'm like, oh, it's Cardiff. But no, because well, they only film in Cardiff. I'm used to tar. I'm used to Torchwood, or at least we watched Torchwood years yes. ago. Yeah. So he visits Unit and the 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 chicken dance, everything. So um, and then we flash back to Rory's dad being abducted. Yeah. By the weird alien faced things. Right. And then Rory's like, hey, anybody see my dad? And they're like, yeah. oh, no, he went that way. Because his dad's a good dude. He's like, you know what? I want to help. Right. Oh, we did forget to mention that Brian's log. Oh, God, that was so good. <laughs> Hello. Brian's log. He takes it so. Day 64. He takes it so seriously. They did not move. He takes it so seriously. And I've like, looked. That he's videotaping. They haven't moved. Uh, he's videotaping the cubes and then watching the videotape while he sleeps and fast forward. Yeah, like, and like one point where he's like, what the hell are you doing? I'm but it making was, a vlog. The doctor told me. It was day like 361 where the cube finally moved and he noticed it. Oh, he was nodding off. Even he was oh, kind of like, yeah, you know what? Of course. I, you know what? Day 361. <laughs> Yeah, and then the cube starts like jerking around. He's like, "Wait, wait, what?" And what? this is this is where this is also the same day that the cube takes Amy's blood and monitors her heart rate and it starts killing people. And then and and the doctor finds out that the cube is actually monitoring the internet, just downloading it. it. Reminded me a little bit of Age of Ultron, where the guy spends two minutes on the internet and decides humanity has to end, which I can totally relate to. Oh yeah, he checked Twitter and Reddit and was like, "Oh shit, this set off has to go." Yeah. No, yeah. No. No, that was that was. You like, have people who believe vaccines are bad. What there the was hell? a rage troll. Yeah, that rage troll is like humanity has to die. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? Not disagreeing with. I, you. I get it, but there's yeah. a caveat, a little asterisk. Maybe not um, the people I know. So we see, um, we we see uh, uh, Rory uh, wander off, and he's he's he finds like he, that's when he finds the. The hole in the elevator is what I want to say. When he sees the orderly, he's like shoving his, oi, you got my dad, oi. And then the doors close and then they open like right away and there's nobody in there. And so he's like, okay, I've been with the doctor. I know this means something's going on. And he finds out that the back door uh, or the back wall of the elevator is actually like a secret door to their spaceship. It's a portal. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes up there and he's like, oi, you got my dad. And then they come at him with syringes. And then we cut away to um, another scene. Yeah, I don't we remember, don't remember specifically. But then, like, yeah, so then... Amy's still with the doctor, right? Yeah, Amy and the doctor are together, and um, and then the doctor is, like, with Kate Stewart, and he's like, oh, I remember your dad. And she's, yeah, oh. and she I'm just like, baby. and I'm just like, oh, yeah, John will tell me about this later. Yeah, so, like, this is, like, when, after the boxes have activated... And then, like, you know... The yeah, there's like, a oh. countdown and whatever. Right. The countdown, like, stops. And the doctor's like, well, nothing really happened. And then suddenly, like, people start dying. Left Everybody right. who looked into the empty box has a heart attack. Yeah, pretty much. And the doctor 
kind of has a heart attack, but only on one of his hearts. Right. And so then they go to the... He has a heart attack, not a heart's attack. Yeah, so they go to the... And they made sure to mention that he has two hearts early on. when oh, the, yeah. When he gets scanned by the woman from Unit. Like, we don't know that. I know. But, um... <laughs> but I don't know if you know this, but not every Doctor Who... Person who watch not not every person who watches Doctor Who has a podcast where they talk about every episode. Uh, do they, Steve? I mean, it seems like most do. I assume is, Tim has yeah. one, but he just hasn't like shared it with us. Oh, I assume Tim was breaking down the Transformers cartoon from 1987 <gasps> every episode. Oh my god, I would so listen to that. You would not. Oh, I love like the I love like the term you know the the Terminators the, uh, the Transformer <laughs> cartoon. No, no, I I you know with like uh, uh, Autobots assemble. I actually watched that back then. Okay, I watched. I, I was thinking of the GI Joe one that was just like I don't every, give a shit about that. In every bozo show episode, they showed a little one, and so there was one where there was a weather station in space, and it was like a full week's worth of episodes that were all tied together for GI Joe. And you know what? I'm yeah. sorry, I'm going to spoil it. Weather in space, cold. No, they took Clear. over like they took over like a satellite that took that controlled the weather on yeah. Earth. Oh, okay. I was gonna say because weather in space is just like always the same. And I remember as a kid, I used like Dixie cups and string to like create my own thing with multiple satellites and the Earth and my GI Joe action figures. And... <laughs> I thought you were making like little Madonna boob combs. <laughs> no, that was junior high. This oh. was this was more elementary school. Okay, well there you go. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so. Respect yourself, Steve. I d- I cannot. <laughs> so the um so Rory goes up to the spaceship, and the doctor and like Amy eventually get up to the spaceship. Well, they, that's when they find out that when I thought it was Cardiff, it was actually the the hospital. Yeah. Let's just say the doctor goes up there, and like and Amy's up there, and then like some like alien Shakri is like talking to them, and like zaps around. The doctor's like. Oh, it's a hologram. Yeah, but it's a dude and, who has stuff on his face. Yeah. He reminded me a little bit of the Emperor from Star Wars, but he's got some extra stuff on his face. Um, like Bluetooth headset type things. Yeah, well, I mean, he was... They they didn't they couldn't, like, use the exact same stuff. Yeah, I know. Even though they probably filmed it in Shepparton. So, and he basically said, oh, humans are an invasive species. They're a scourge. We have to kill them now. And this is this this species or this this the dude that looks like the emperor. He's part of a an alien race that is a nightmare like campfire story for kids on Gallifrey. Yeah, the doctor's like, "Oh wait, you're real." I want to say Scalzi, but that's an author. No, Shakri. Shakri. Okay. You know what? I wasn't that far off. Yeah, no, you weren't. Okay, you weren't that far off. No, the Shakri. The doctor's like, "Oh, you're like you know, you're the bogeyman." Is this something that's come up before in Doctor Who? The Shockery? Uh Not that I can recall. Okay, that's fine. Not that I can recall. But, like, you know, the Doctor's like, oh, well, you know, you're here to, like, do this. But, like, and, you know, why aren't you here in person? Well, we're kind of the early ones that are yeah. coming. And then the other ones are going to come after us. And... You know, sort of thing. And the doctor's and then, like, well, I'm going to, like, sonic it out and, like... Yeah, then the, my... the hologram disappears and the doctor uses a sonic screwdriver to reverse all of the heart attack machines. Yeah. Because Amy, it... in the mean... Amy, before this, used a defibrillator to, like, shock the doctor back in. And he's like, oh, my God, that worked. It's amazing. Please Shocked never, her who? Please never do it again. Yeah, there was, like, the one little girl who was, like... You're like, what's with the little girl? And she yeah. turns out to be some sort of, like, 
android robot-y thing that the doctor yeah. you know like a, almost a homing beacon observatory sure. yeah she was in the hospital like no one notices in the waiting in the room hospital. yeah it's like well hey little girl you've been here for months it's, Who's your mommy? Yeah, it's a weird thing because in the waiting room of a hospital, you would, you, even if you were busy every day, you would notice the same little girl who's there in the waiting room every day. The doctor like uses his sonic and fixes everything, and yeah, he reverses it, and but and the the ships blow up and stuff. Everything happens. is solved. The Just cubes, like, wah, wah, yeah. Wah. Um, and, uh, then we see at the end, um, or it was, it was entertaining to see the Brian be wheeled out on a gurney and the alien ship and he's kind of sitting on it just being like, what the hell is going on? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. But but, um, that was abusing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Then kind of like the doctor saves the day with the sonic screwdriver, which happens, which happens a lot. And then, um, then they're like talking and then. Amy, Rory, and the Doctor are walking towards the TARDIS after uh, Brian, Rory's dad, gives him a rousing speech about how he they should keep hanging out with the Doctor. Yeah, hang yeah. out while you're young and you yeah. still can. And they're like, you know what, we will because these aliens didn't count on the three of us. They were cubed, which is, you know, the power of three. And it was the three of them and it was like just weird. Yeah, because the whole time, because I, I know something big is happening at the mid-season finale because there's a Christmas episode mid-season halfway through this season, season seven. Um, I assume it's either a new companion or new doctor. So all the way through this, I'm like, oh, this is totally setting up Rory and Amy leaving the show. So there's going to be a new companion, and Matt Smith's going to still be the doctor for at least a little while. Because I know eventually Peter Capaldi becomes the Doctor, then Jodie Whittaker, and whatever. But, um, uh, and then from what I understand from Twitter, some uh, older black woman is the Doctor? I don't know. Uh, it's something, unfortunately, it's a spoiler that I would have, that would have just gone right over my head before I do, before doing this podcast, but now I just can't ignore. We shall see. We're in the middle of a series right we'll now. We'll talk later. That has like has not had any kind of like finality yet, so no. it could be resolved later. And apparently, also, it was a huge deal that Captain Jack was back. Oh my God, I love Captain Jack. I know, I know, <laughs> and I know the the they John, kept so dark. I know John John Barrowman was apparently like loving, wanting to come back as Captain Jack forever uh, now. But anyway, yeah. so um. I I know that there's a change coming. I don't know if it's companion or doctor um, is the change that's coming. So, but Brian's like, you should go and travel. I know the go, whole episode. Fun. The whole episode up until the last like thirty seconds was setting up for Amy and Rory to like to stop to to like take a break from the doctor. But now I don't fucking know. Yeah, we don't know. And that's the episode. And that is. And so, like, Rory and Amy are like, we're going to go travel. Hey, see you hey, later, hey, Dad. And and, Bri- and the doctor says to Brian, he's like, you can come too. And he's like, someone's got to hold back and water the plants. He's like, I'll guarantee they're not going to die. But you know what? It would be kind of amazing if this, like, older, middle-aged dude was, like, the companion for a while. This frumpy dude. Yeah. Like, it would be a total change from what I've seen, which is all fairly attractive women. Well, Steve, there won't be an older 
middle-aged frumpy dude for several seasons. <laughs> As a companion or? Yes. I don't know. Okay. Graham. I don't know what that means. You don't. You will. It's a delicious cracker. That's, you know, if we're still doing this in four years oh, who or knows? three years or something, you will know who Graham is. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was the episode of Doctor Who. Yeah, that was it. And like the doctor said, it's like, you know what? I'm. They're not going to die on my watch. They will not die on my watch. Except for the symbol for the season is Amy unconscious in the doctor's arms as he's walking away from like an explosion. Dude, they will not die on his watch. Oh, Jesus. You're really emphasizing that word. Why would I do that? Okay, Steve? just let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Come on, John. I know you want to watch the third quarter of the Super Bowl. Uh, has it started already? I have no idea. It's like 6.30-ish Chicago time right now. Let's so. just keep talking. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably, the, it's probably like the red It could be halftime. I some... assume like, you know, Deion Sanders is walking up. Hey, yeah. Deion, who are you wearing? It's like I'm wearing Versace. Okay. And he's like got some sort of like or I assume, Dior it, or I assume it's almost halftime where some person who I've never heard of is singing. No, but dude, it's not even prime time. Let's yet. just keep going. You don't want to talk about sportings? No, not football, no. Let's keep going. Okay, fine. Whatever. Um well this episode was written by Chris Chibnall. Yes, which I noticed earlier. Yeah, I know. Well, he also wrote the dinosaurs episode, which contained Brian. Oh, nice. Brian Williams. Oh, yeah. So it's like, it's almost his creation he wanted to keep in there. Um, the director was Douglas McKinnon. I don't know the name. McKinnon, you know, it's it's squish. Well, yeah, but um, I don't know that name. Well, he already, you know, prior to this, yeah. he directed the two-part Suntaran episode. The one with, like, the Suntar poison Hall. sky. Suntar yes, Hall. yes, exactly. And the, and the super smart school where the kid... Uh, betrayed humanity. Yes, that was a Donna episode. Yeah. Also brought back Martha. Yes, exactly. And Unit. And Unit, oh, precisely. Okay. So uh, yeah, so he directed that. So we may see him again. And my beer-soaked brain worked a little bit. Probably. Um, now this is the reintroduction of Unit. Yes. Okay, but it's the introduction of Kate Stewart, who kissed the doctor on the cheek, and he was flustered. Did the actress look familiar at all to you? Like I said, she looked a little like Jodie Whittaker at first, but not after more than 30 seconds. Well, she's Gemma Redgrave. Does oh. that mean anything to you? Well, Vanessa name? Redgrave, yeah. Yeah, she's the niece. Oh, okay. Yeah, Vanessa and Lynn Redgrave, she's their niece. Okay, not the niece, not Denise, like who, Denise, who did our theme No, not song. Denise Redgrave. Okay. Or Denise Christmas episode. Who visits? That's us her a last lot. name. I've changed it. <laughs> Redgrave, yes. But she's also the cousin of Natasha Richardson. Oh, okay. Yeah, sad. Yeah, yeah. Ex the ex former well, I, I former saying, former wife of yeah, uh, Liam not Neeson. Really the ex wife. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Well, she passed away. It's not an ex wife. It's former yeah. wife. Yeah. So it's anyway, like, yeah, she was cousins. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But like, yeah. I mean, if you look at her, like, I think she looks a lot like Natasha Richardson. Yeah, I can see that. You know, yeah. it's like it's that blonde, and she's yeah. got she's got the red gray features. Yeah. Um, now, people who were in the episode, all those like newsreaders. I'm assuming they're real people. Yeah, they're they're like real like BBC news people and stuff. Yeah. It would have been funny though. Well, it would have been nice if they had them. I don't know, change fucking outfits. 
Oh, it's like true. it's a week yeah. later. Oh, it's been one week now since the cubes have mysteriously appeared, yet they're wearing the same outfits. I assume it's weird. the BBC can afford more clothing. Well, they obviously did all their lines in one day, but it's right. weird in an episode that calls out specifically people changing clothes, like showing <laughs> up in different clothes. Right. Um, so it, it it calls out clothes continuity that it would have a clothes continuity error. For all the uh, on-air reporters. Yeah. Not so much. No. Yeah, well, they were just all like news readers. Yeah. Um, now, Brian Cox. Yes. Oh. He's one of those like science guys. He's like he a He is one of those science guys because I always think of Brian Cox, the guy from Super Troopers and the X-Men and, oh, and the born, born Identity. He's awesome. Yeah. He is awesome. Yeah. Not him. No. Um, but Brian Cox, he's a, like a celebrity physicist. He always shows up in like those, like it's one of those talking heads and oh, yeah. those smart people I'm shows. Sure he showed up in like Cosmos, hosted by Neil deGrasse Tyson or something Probably. like that. Yeah, that sort of thing. And like uh, there was, uh, remember they did like a, a, a an Apprentice thing? Oh, there was that reference. Yeah, because yeah. they were trying to sell cubes to people, even though the cubes were like literally just coming up out of thin air. But I don't think Apprentice more like a shark thing. Well, the guy reminded me of a shark thing, but he said you're fired to somebody because they couldn't sell cubes. And it's like, that seems like an apprentice challenge. I want to think about the apprentice as little as possible because of that dumbass host of it. Yeah, um, that guy. Yeah. Uh, Lord Sugar, his no, name No, I was is. thinking of the host no, of the American Lord version. No, Lord Sugar. Lord, you mean Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yes, okay. Yes, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, Screw okay. you, Arnold Schwarzenegger, because we don't want, like, Secret Service dropping on our heads, Steve. Yeah, okay, yeah. It'd be bad. Okay. But, like, this guy, you know, it said, like, The Apprentice, but, like, he was, like, on a panel, and it seemed more like a Shark Tank thing. Yeah, I don't watch either of those shows. I've watched a couple of them in the American versions, yeah. but just not by choice. Yeah. But it did seem more Shark Tank than Apprentice. But apparently, he's the guy who does, he's basically that guy who says, you're fired. Yeah. And so it was like, you know, he was a, it was a cameo. And I apparently, think... the guy who, like, he fired, yeah. it, like, there, we didn't see, but it was the director of this episode. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Which is funny. Again, like where I kind of said, like you know, the ending kind of sucked a bit. I don't know if it sucked. It just it felt like oh, they're setting it up for this thing, and then the last thirty seconds was like oh, it's the opposite of that thing. You know what happened to change the intended outcome of this? No, the guy who played the Shakri, yeah, apparently was a nightmare to work with. Really, the the actor who portrayed the Shakri. I'm not even going to say his name. Because uh, he's like an old guy who's been in many things, like James Bond movies and stuff. And, yeah, you know, he actually worked in not in Hot Fuzz, but the the the, the last of the Cornetto trilogy, the uh, World's the, End. World's End. Yeah, he's like a you know an actor in his eighties who still works, but apparently it was difficult. Okay, and like uh, uh, while they were they filming, didn't slap a lot of makeup on it. Well, they did, but apparently um, he flubbed lines purposely. Okay. Uh, like he refused directions and uh, he had many temper tantrums. So they used whatever okay. footage they could and tried to incorporate it into the story. He was never meant to be a hologram. He was meant to have actually like a physical confrontation with the doctor. Oh. But because the actor yeah. was so difficult, yeah. they couldn't film it because he was being a fucking nightmare on set. 
See, I don't. So they actually went yeah. and filmed some like you know uh, uh, like like additional stuff with uh, Rory and Amy to try and explain that this was some sort of hologram. So the fact that the doctor uses sonic screwdriver to save the humanity yeah. was a last minute thing to try and make the story work. I can see that. Well, I guess like you know, so it was it was one of these things, one of these things where like you know, due to scheduling and everything, they couldn't get someone else in there. They tried yeah. to make it work with what they, you know, with the actor, with the footage they had. Well, and then the footage they had, so they tried to fix it in post. Yeah. So they kind of changed up the end in post. Well, that wasn't that wasn't too obvious. I mean, yeah. the 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 part that I didn't like about the ending was the whole Yeah, which was kind of funny to me. Which the, was they're like, "Oh yeah, we're companions. We've been setting up this entire episode that we don't want to be companions anymore, but you know what? We're companions and we love it." In the last couple seconds. Well, you know, I wonder if like maybe they had you know, Brian come out and like, you know, they, know. they had him like refilm something to make it. I, I don't know. It just, know? it felt like it was, it felt like it was a contradiction to the earlier, the earlier theme of the episode to me. Okay. That makes sense. You know, that's what I thought about the ending. Like, I didn't even think about the fact that like it was a rushed ending where he just used the sonic screwdriver to fix everything because he does that a lot. Yeah. He does that a lot. So anyway, but like, yeah, they hadn't planned on, so, yeah, that's kind of that episode. <laughs> right. So, Stephen. Yes. How about our unsung crew member of the episode? Yes. Um, today, I've chosen... This name sounds very British. Michael Pickwood. Wait, Not what? Pickwood. Michael Pickwood. Can you pick Wode? Yeah, P-I-C-K-W-O-A-D. Pickwood. Okay. I assume that's how you pronounce it. Sure. Um, he was the production designer for this episode. Oh, okay. Okay. And... Um, so his credits go back to the 60s. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. There wasn't, you know, he mostly worked in television, on British TV. Okay. Um, you know, so nothing that really jumped out. He was worked on 62 episodes of Doctor Who. That's a lot. From season six, which starred with Matt Smith, through season 10, Peter Capaldi. Not every single episode in okay. there. So uh, he's worked only in New Who. Yes. Okay. Yeah, no, surprisingly... Okay. Uh, or not surprising, whatever. But uh, so he worked on the short lived spinoff from Doctor Who called Class. Oh, that was the kids one, right? Um, it was kind of like more a teenage one. You know, the kids whatever. one I think of more like the Sarah Jane Adventures. This no, but one it was like, one that starred kids. Well, yeah, yeah, teens. Yeah, we you know where they were trying to make it like kind of scary. Um, okay. but yeah, that that lasted eight episodes. He worked on that. That was only eight episodes. Yeah, yeah. Those were like two seasons for a British TV. <laughs> I had TiVo'd them, but I heard such things about them, yeah. and they weren't really canon. I mean, I it's like them. one of the things that appe- that is appe- one of the main things appealing about the Doctor is the relationship of the Doctor to the companions and everyone else. So right. it's like just do it in the the universe of the Doctor, but divorced from the character of the Doctor. Right? Doesn't make the most sense. Torchwood did it, I think, okay because it was like. Focusing on another thing that could interact with it, whatever. Yeah. So Michael Pickwood. Oh yeah. Died in 2018. He oh, was 73. No. Oh. Yeah. So again, I, I you know I didn't like specifically for dead people. I was just no, I know. Not fine. But so, did he have any good like non Doctor Who credits? Again, it looked like he was mostly a television person. Okay. And so there was did he like, like do an episode of the Young Ones or something? No. 
Oh, well, okay, sorry. Again, as a production designer, I don't know what that specifically means. Does he, like, design the sets or something? I don't know. He might be involved in all parts of that production. Maybe he designs the produce only, which means, like, you know, it's like, hey, that head of cabbage looks delicious. You know, most head of cabbages do. Heads of cabbage. So that's what he did. All right, cool. So, Michael Pickwood, we salute you up in heaven or hell or wherever you are. In the good place. So, um, so yeah, so that was that episode. That's all I got for that. Hey, Steve, did we get any, you know, like viewer mail? Did we get letters? Yes, but um, lots my, and lots of letters. My iPod is way over. The, my iPad is way over there, so I'm going to pause it really quick. All right. All right, we're back seamlessly. <laughs> so viewer so, mail, viewer mail, uh, listener. Uh, well, our premium shut subscribers. Up, shut up. So, oh, God damn it. Uh, what? this is from Tim. Hey, Tim. The, uh. Comma, 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 correspondent. There you go. At least you can finish it. Um. He likes his theme. I know he does, but sometimes it feels like you kind of fade away while doing it. Anyway. I fade away. Um, so the subject of the email is. Yeah. Fuck. Premium subscribers salute <laughs> to episode 100. <laughs> In your face, Steve. Okay, okay. <laughs> Again, there is no such thing as the premium subscribers, but uh, whatever. Well, he's um, the, the Whitaker level, clearly. So Whitaker. Thank you. Thank you, like Tim. Forrest Whitaker? Uh Steve. Rogue One. Lies. Deception. Okay, Sorry. you're mixing your genres? <laughs> Not really. It's Anywho. Fantasy, sci-fi. Um, okay, so in honor of the one of your uh-huh. 100th episode, Aww. the premium subscribers decided to commission a remix of your intro theme music uh, your to, face again, Steve. to use as an outro. <laughs> Shut up, John. They felt the outro. They felt the outro needed to better reflect the condition of the two hosts after a shot and multiple high octane brews. With all respect to Denise, of course. Of who, course. Our friend Denise, who is on uh, several of the Christmas specials and has did our intro and outro music. And also, you know what? We really need to, like, you know, like push that, like, with her tree blindness. Oh, yes. Um, could you please subscribe? No, to we'll, the have tree a, we'll have a link in the show notes to our pro- nonprofit charity thing. Sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> a shame it was too late to be considered for a Grammy this year. Signed, Tim. C attached. And he attached his version oh. of the uh, of our remix. Basically... Wait, like, are you going to include this like at the end? Or are you I will. putting it I will, now? I will do my best to include it. What, what do you think? Should I just play Put it, it now. I want right. to hear it, Biatch. Play, play it now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, wait. That's our ending theme? Or, like, that's our thing, like, slow down. Yeah. Or, am I drunk? It could who? be, because we've had three eight and a half, or 8.8% beers <laughs> and a shot of tequila. Well, are you going to play so, that over, like, over the actual end credits? Like, so um, people can hear it, like, properly. I, should <laughs> I do it Should I do it as the end credits, or, like, <laughs> as did a... did some work there. Uh, I know. You know, like, play that, because you just, like, played it over your, like, iPad, playing over the speaker, over, like, yeah. you know, the laptop, or blah, blah, blah. I mean, I, yeah. Yeah, no, just, like, play that properly there. Thank you. Tim, our Comic-Comer correspondent, chameleon, the, come and go. Okay. Thank you for that. <laughs> in, in honor of our 100th episode, which was, like, the episode prior to this one. Which I still haven't edited, but, yeah. Yeah, what is? I will. 
Well, thank you, Tim. <laughs> thank you very much, Tim. Thank you for taking time to do shit to our shit. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like, you're like, we rarely do shit to our shit. You do shit to our shit, so shit. Yeah. All right, cool. So, hey, Steve. Yes. But our next episode. Oh, Jesus. We've talked so long already. You know what's funny? It's like, you know, I listened to, like, the, the, the Christmas episode recently. And like I kept saying something, but it's like I really noticed like your thing is like is like when I say the episode, you always say, "Oh Jesus!" Do I? So it's like you, it's like you make a little prayer. Oh yeah, that's you it. it. You're asking that's for it. help from God. I need help from somebody. So hey, Steve, the yes. next episode is called "The Angels Take Manhattan." Oh, knowing nothing about what this episode is about, what do the angels take Manhattan? What could that possibly be about, Steve? Um, I'm going to say it's uh, 1954 in Manhattan, obviously. Uh Um, And the doctor goes and he's going to show them, um, I don't know, fucking 50s. Because they've gone to the 50s a bunch, but not many times, I think. Not in in Manhattan. No, because last time we saw them in Manhattan, it was building the Daleks were building the um, Empire State (laughs) Building. Could it be like a a crossover with, uh, uh, what's the Dr. Manhattan movie? Oh, that's the Watchmen. Oh, could it be a Watchmen crossover? Probably not, because I doubt there's going to be Big Blue Dong. Right. Well, Um, maybe we'll get Big Blue covered up Dong by the 50s. Maybe, but I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. What was the title again? The. Angels take Manhattan. Oh, okay. wait, wait. Maybe Steve has to say the Angels take Manhattan. Oh, so it's 19, hello. It's 1954. Welcome, Mister Manhattan, Miss America, and, and all the residents at sea. Oh, yeah, that's a reference to something Steve did a while ago. Hello. Um, <laughs> okay, what do these so angels have. They're taking Manhattan. Jesus Christ! Yes, they. Um, they're basically it's an episode that involves the Weeping Angels. Um, and uh, they're in Manhattan now, and they're taking over, and they're abducting people, <laughs> and uh, the doctor and Amy and Rory come, and they solve things, but they also decide that they also decide that, uh, um, and they have conversations about how maybe we should stop traveling with the doctor, and the doctor is like, well, maybe my time is done. I don't know. <laughs> like how you literally said, it's like, well, maybe the angels. Are in Manhattan and they're taking it. I'm like, well, I don't know. So I assume it's the weeping. It's the weeping <laughs> angels in Manhattan and the Doctor and Amy and Rory because this was one of Amy's first episodes involved the weeping angels coming back, right? True. Because originally it was the Doctor and Martha. Yes. And uh, special guest star Carrie Mulligan um, in the 1960s. So this takes place. Er- I thought it was the 60s. No, it was it was the knots, but the, then they went back to the 60s. Okay, sorry. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, but yeah, whatever. I don't know. It's fucking... I kind of want Well, let's see what happens. Well, next time. Next time on Drunk to Who. But the, the way you said that means we're about to watch it right now, but we're not going to do that. We're not. Because we're going to watch, as we discussed earlier, Zomboat. Zomboat. Yeah. There's zombies on a boat. Although you can, you'd probably love to watch this, the rest of the Super Bowl. I would, because yeah. I like, I want to see zombies on a football field. Cardio. That would be entertaining. That would be rule number two, cardio. Because it's like, if you went and tackled a zombie, you could like not, literally knock his arm off and he could still keep running. Yeah, and then he just like beat you with it. Yeah, yeah no, it's not going to happen. All right. So, uh, so thanks for like listening to us, people. We've like been the Drunk Who podcast. I'm Steve. 
I'm still John, and it ain't going to change anytime soon. No, and we're done. And we're going to see you on the next time, people. Remember, subscribe, rate, review. Yeah. And do that thing. Do all that stuff. Because, you know, maybe it'll happen one of these days. Well, we'll be better next time. No, we won't. We'll see you next time, peeps. Crap. Bye. feel a little bit though kind of i don't know i'm always a little buzzed by life (laughs) sorry (laughs) explains your constant hangover (laughs) yeah of life yeah oh that that ice is gonna be noisy in the microphone all right well then don't drink it while we're recording i'll try not to all right let's go